it's, a, it's ethical but inconvenient. Yeah. You're talking. What you're saying is like the equivalent of, "Ugh, if you're gonna fuck me while I'm asleep, just don't wake me up. I was tired." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you describe that fast fish panning again for us? Oh, gosh, fish. <laughs> It's squished and squashed. <laughs> Alright, so the fin is like, okay, first of all, it's like a painting of a fish, but it's like basically a painting of a big mouth bass, like the toy. Why would you do that? Second of all, what are the colors? The colors, I was thinking about the painterly style because it has some kind of like, strong brushy work in the middle but then it was just covered up with black paint on top like like they just colored it in and then they drew the lines on top but they didn't it's not centered but it's not supposed to be centered but they didn't wait how's it how's it not supposed to be centered because you can tell that they deliberately put a little bit of extra um, Okay, so anyway, you can tell that they deliberately left some space on the right hand side because like if you were going to be creating the illusion of movement, there has to be somewhere for your subject to sort of be moving towards. But it's a dead fish on a wall, it's the opposite of movement. <laughs> exactly. No, but, but I, I the think bottom it is a sense part. of life by the fact that there's this space and he has an open mouth. Yeah. But exactly. I, I it's think like, what they also ran out at? of He's screaming at something, why? They also ran out of space though because when no. you look at the tail, the, the shape of the black changes. That's to true. Meet the shape of the tail. And the tail's uh, kind of almost falling off the back of the plaque, which no taxidermist would ever do. Yeah, so anyway, you can tell that they did not leave enough space on the bottom, however, because they wanted to include the whole fish. They were loath to cut any part of this fish out of the painting, so they smooshed his little fin on the bottom instead of just saying this. Instead of just saying this fin is out of view of this frame, it's a non, it's a very un, unphotographic composition. It is very, it is a very kind of old world sort of composition, but poorly executed. And what about the way that the wood paneling works? Ugh! Don't get me started. It's the way that kids draw bricks where they're all actually connected. Like, there's no variegation. There's no grout in the wood paneling is what you're saying? <laughs> no, there's no grout. It's that it's no, there's no variance. It's just you can tell they drew a lot of vertical lines and then they arbitrarily put some horizontal lines in there to connotate the fact that maybe they're not single pieces of wood. Now, and again, it suffers from the same brushwork as the fish itself. But at least they changed the angle. They made the brushwork vertical. They did make the brushwork vertical, which is which is a pretty good attention to detail. The brushwork, the horizontal brushwork on the fish, does kind of mirror that horizontal movement towards its moving yeah. mouth, as we were saying previously. What about the fish eye? It's shockingly expressive, to be honest. It has little glow. One can assume, since this is a taxidermic fish, that is in fact a glass eye. And the artist has done a pretty good rendering of that by having such a white and not... They could have 
accidentally had a very muddy kind of highlight, but they yeah. really went for it straight from the tomb. Straight from the tomb. Oddly ovoid, right? Like a fish has a circular eye, like all creatures in the world. So that's the angle we're at. No, you know, I just realized you guys are still talking. You don't have a circular eye. Fish have circular yeah, but, eyes. No, the, the, the eyeball, the iris, they're circular because that's how lenses work. Do fish have eyelids? No. Right, but look at the iris. The iris, is, the iris is ovoid. How do they sleep? What about goats? They've got weird <laughs> irises. How do fish sleep? Isn't that one of the like... It's a Philip K. Dick thing, isn't it? Yeah, but isn't that also like on one of those Google commercials? Or that was like on an Ask Jeeves commercial in the 90s. It wasn't Ask Jeeves. Does Pikachu dream of electric sheep? No, he dreams of electric squirtles. Now, now, you before you said the composition... How do squirtles sleep? That's what I want to that's what that John Lennon song is about, how you sleep at night. <laughs> He's talking to a squirrel. Now, you know, you said before the composition is old world because it's not photographic. Can, can you unpack that for us a little? Okay. Because I, yeah, I, how does perspective work in this? Because oh, when I look at this at painting, all. I don't think of... Now, when you say old world, I think of like traditional academic Beaux-Arts style composition. And I... I think the opposite when I'm looking at this fish work. That's true. It is a very two-dimensional composition. There is absolutely no depth in this painting at all. Especially I, now between the fish and the boarded spantulon and then now between the boarded spantulon and the wood paneling. Well, but I also would think an old world Beaux-Arts style that would engage in trompe l'oeil. Yeah. What Not the French call fish. a certain <laughs> trompe l'oeil. They would... Oh, I think if we're talking about overall composition, they would uh, employ and deploy their skills in trump loy. Uh, and the, yeah, the the fish would be centered on the plaque, and the plaque would be centered on the wall. And the painting would be centered on the wall. That is. I would I would say this is actually a very no school composition. <laughs> what about the? Price. It's only $60. It's the most expensive work on the wall, actually. It is, but it's still only $60 for a relatively large painting. Yeah. A relatively large canvas, so you can paint whatever you wanted on top of it. Actually, if I were going to put something over a couch, I kind of like that because it is horizontal and it's a representation of the thing someone hangs in there. Well, it looks, the reason you think that is it looks like a set piece. It yeah. It's like something you have on a stage, like a background. Yeah. I guess that is pretty yeah. surreal. It's like that time that I painted a painting of my living room and I hung it in the living room. This would be I kind of that. surreal to like hang above a couch and be like, well, I Or a fish tank. Or a fish tank. To see how the fish is a submission, maybe. The other thing I like is that the artist submission. I'm satisfied with that joke. <laughs> the other thing I noticed, I noticed their initials appear on the plaque. Oh, ZB? Yeah. No, no. Yeah, ZB. This is what you do not understand. That is like a very. Duchampian impulse. That is the taxidermist initials. And right, not but the it, painters at all. It doubles. No, I think it doubles as the uh, the initials of the taxidermist yeah. and the painter. It, it, it's doing the work. How would you say this in uh, because, academic speak? It's it's. Such a question: The nature of artist versus taxidermist. Are they the same? Yeah. When I think, and I think it's doing some heavy lifting, it's performing the dual function. Right, it gives you the impression that first he stuffed a fish and then he painted a picture of it. Yeah. To prove it. Those are 
both of those are works of art. Yeah. No, the fish is way more of a work of art than that painting. Because that painting sucks. I'm kind of into it. I think. She hasn't even talked about it long enough to make me not, think that maybe you like it. No, that's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. I think this fish is a boy that you are always uh, like, teasing on the playground. Like that's a now now. Fish is now, the boy that she told you not to worry about. That's the fish talking about. It's a meme. Don't worry about it. Uh, I like. I you know. Is a fish in mountains ever? Does it ever have its mouth that I mean, wide open? Yeah, my, my uncle. It is. My uncle had some uh, birds and fish mounted. I'm gonna make a joke. How it's wide open, waiting for a dick, but then the sharp teeth are quite a deterrent. Are you so saying it's a, a kind of vagina dentata going on here? Right yeah, here. Are you saying it's a shit? A zenyata dentata? No. I want a vagina dentata. No, well, I was trying to think of where to put fish in there. Is it a, is it a, is it a, is it a, is it, is it a fish giant dentata or a vin? Pescata? I don't know. Oh. Grab him by the pesci? It's a chicken piccata is what it is. Or is it, or is it a vagina fish tata? The only, like, black unfeatured space, the only like deep, dark, empty space in the picture is in the fish's mouth. Yes, the void. I know you have a lot to say about that. Oh, yes. I would not avoid talking about that part of well, you, the you well, and There's no depth in the picture, but there does seem to be at least a gesture toward there being some kind of gap or emptiness in well, the fish's mouth. And, no, like a and, that... and like a vagina dentata, tater tata, <laughs> the fish's mouth is a bottomless hole. <laughs> That because of the flatness of the respect of this painting. Fish only the a bit. The shape really <laughs> yes. No, I thought aliens did. Why are you painting me a topless It's like a planer kind of feature. I definitely don't think it has depth. Even even the eye of this fish does not take me into the depth of the I don't. I don't think it's necessarily perspective as, as much as it is illusory space. Thank you, Professor Wenzel. That is correct. That is what I was trying to get at. I mean, you have to I give them credit for one thing: that in the tradition of Manet, yes, the flatness they have made, they have they have literally flattened the fish up against a wall parallel with the picture plane, so that everything a fish is, is already a relatively flat object. Yeah, it is. It is. I've always said that the fish is the most two-dimensional of God's creations. Its mouth is tilting forward in space. Basically. It is like the flattest, maddest thing in this painting. And, and part of the flatness of this fish is the way that the paint is applied on the colors because they sit on the, the black parts are not a part of the fish. They're just the surface. They're just applied to the surface of the fish. Are you talking about the outlines? No, no, no. no look, at, look at the gill. Look at the, the jaw of the fish. And you see that the blue oh, comes, comes over, over the top of the black part. So it seems as though they painted like the outline of the fish. Then they colored in the inside. And they painted over the outline again in black, and then they colored over again. No, I think it just. So we have a multi-partite layering no, going no, on. No, no, they painted wet into wet, and wet accidentally smooshed, smooshed more. No, that was more of a whoosh, not a smoosh. Smooshed. I have to say, I'm a big fan of wet to wet. That's what she said.
Well, yeah, no one, no one ever says let's have dry sex. <laughs> well, no, actually, that's not true. When I was in high school, this girl explained, explained wow. to me. She was talking about this friend, and I can't remember. But she goes, she, I was like, wait, do you guys have sex? Or I asked for some sort of clarification, and she goes, he dry fucked me. And then I was like, how does that work? And she was like, my soccer shorts. That's like, that's like, that's like the scene in Welcome that. That's Christina Ricci and Elijah, uh, Wood. and Elijah Wood, and they're wearing, and she's wearing Nixon a Nixon mask. mask, and he's wearing another mask, and he's wearing a Statue of Liberty mask. Is he? <laughs> no, I don't. No, I was just like Nixon. No, maybe a Chinese mask. I don't, I don't know. know. It would be the most poignant. That is yeah. a weird movie, especially to discover late at night on on TV as a kid, and then you're like, why is that kid sliding down the the icy road? And then you're like. That's the whole spoiler alert. If you Joan Allen is the ice storm. Yeah. <laughs> Joan Allen is really. That's, a, that's one of my favorite. It's movies. a great movie. No, know. but the scene where the kid gets electrocuted in the ice storm. Remember, he's walking yeah. home. He's the only white person who plays Storm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you guys have a regular conversation now, we can turn that off. Well, wait, well I have to finish the the snow. I almost said the white storm. <laughs> This is the kind of painting that indicates that an object that would be in the space in the ice storm, though. This is like a 70s kind of... Yeah, but it wouldn't be painted this way. No, it wouldn't be this painting, but this is a painting of a thing in this space. In that space. They would have a fish in that space, yeah. <laughs> but what I like about that that death in the ice storm is, like, you don't really understand what's happening until he's, like, pretty much dead. And it's played so calmly where you're like, oh, he's kind of surfing on the ice. And then you're like, why is he just sliding down the ice really slowly and not getting up? And then you're like... Electrocuted. Yeah, and then you're like, that that wire 20, 30 yards down the road is probably trouble. And then you're like, whoa. It was like literally watching an accident in slow motion. And then you're like, did that really happen? Or even reverse even. Yeah. Like everything happens before you even realize it. Yeah, it's a very, it's a very good, powerful movie. And not just because there's electricity flowing throughout. No, it's like, I think it was actually one of my favorite movies in my opening Okay. Kevin Klein's really good in it. So is Kobe Wire. Acting in general. Katie Holmes is in it. She's good. Her best sort of role where she's unconscious for most of it. Yeah. Now we're talking about Go. The pieces of paper. The pieces of paper. Is that the one where she's like trying to put make a turkey? Pieces. It, it's uh, you're right. Yeah, she's uh, trying to have things to party. And and we know she's a fuck up because she's too old to have her hair. Pigtails and braids, and it's purple. Yeah. I love it. Here, let me hold it up to the microphone. <laughs> what we are seeing here is a, a cat that's mostly white with some black, and a cat that's black with some white, uh, holding each other's paws and, and uh, facing each other, making love the way only humans and apes do. <laughs> All right. I think we got a good episode there. What is that? Half hour? No.